Brenton, good morning to you, mate. Morning, Dave. How, uh, how have you been, mate? Um, oh, great to have you at the lunch last Friday. Um, and I know a, a lot of our listeners and, and guests at the lunch, you know, they love hearing your yarns and stories, mate. Um, how were you, were you happy with how Saturday went? Yeah, look, it's a um, very competitive time of year, so it's always hard to get one. But to uh, yeah, have a little group two winner, it was good results. So um, look, really early in the carnival, so hopefully we can sort of just start building the revs up a bit and, and, and hitting the back of the net a few more times. What's your feel uh, about the Philly Fireburn, mate? What's your, what's your gut feeling? Um, look, obviously she, she's... I think their biggest issue so far has probably been just the barriers. Um, yeah. You know, she obviously drew those low barriers as her two-year-old career and was able to, you know, do no work in the run where sort of where she's drawn in her past few, she's, you know, in the Golden Rose and all that, she's drawn wide and had to be ridden sort of further back than, you know, where she probably needed to be and wasn't beaten far. So even again, sort of last Saturday, she uh, she drew sort of near the outside. Um, you know, she jumped really well to probably settle somewhere where near the winner did, you know, only a couple of pairs back and... She had to be sort of dragged back to find some cover, and she's been beaten three. So I think that's one of the biggest probably issues with her, and, and maybe the ground too. You know, she'd probably love a bit more cut out of it, but yeah. um, that's just how it is at the moment. Um, I thought the run of Hinge was pretty good in the Chipping Norton. She's ticking over nicely. I, I don't know what Chris has got planned for her, but you'd be keen to stick with her, wouldn't you? Yeah, she's racing really well. Um, you know, she, she's racing at that level now, and, um, you know, obviously one of, one of our best animos, you know, beaten her last couple, but. Her run was full of merit first up, and then even the other day. I, I've got no doubt that she runs sort of second or third the other day if she doesn't strike that interference halfway yeah. up straight. And um, she's a tough quality mare who, um, yeah, she's always knocking on the door. She certainly is. Uh, I don't, as I said, I don't know which way she's going, but have you started to sort of book in rides for the championships from talking to your manager? Have you started to get that far ahead, or is it sort of you're still in a process? Um, still a bit of a process, still a bit far out. Um, you'll probably, you know, even with the Golden Slipper, you probably, you know, you, there's a few options there, but you probably know more after Saturday and, and just still closer to the final field. So, um, you know, we'll get over probably the Rose Hill couple of days first and then, yeah, looking ahead. Obviously, there's a few horses, obviously, in those handicaps, you know, the, the Doncaster and the Sydney Cup that um, get down in the weight, so you've got to sort of keep your eye on there. But we'll probably know more over the next couple of weeks or so. And what about your weight, mate? What can you get to? If you need to. Oh, well, if you're offering me the ride on Winx, I could, don't know, I could... could <laughs> Chop a leg off. I could lose a couple of legs and, and that. Yeah, no, it's all a bit up in the air. Um, yeah. Look, I've, I'll, I didn't ride too light sort of last year, obviously, off, off off an injury, but, you know, for the right horse, for, you know, a live hope and a, a Doncaster for a Sydney Cup, probably around 52. Is that... And, and to get to 52, is that, like, really, really tough for you or is it... a a process you go through and, it, and you can actually, you know, because you're older and wiser now, you know the right things to do. Uh, if I tried to do it next week, yeah, it'd be impossible. But if you, you know, if you if you know it sort of a few weeks out and you can you can sort of train hard for it and do it, do, do it the right way, then it's not too bad. So, um, you know, I'm riding 54, 55 most days of the week. Mm. Um, you know, and that's, that's just sort of minimum sort of during the week. But for obviously big days when, you know, you're once off, um, yeah, you can sort of get the 52, 52-off. Now, I've got a text here from Bill. Uh, Dave, can you please ask Brenton how private I felt in the trial on Monday? Is he on track for the new market? Yeah, really happy with him. So, you know, Joe's given the three trials to go first up on uh, Saturday week. Uh, basically, similar sort of prep of what he had to the last last prep before he won the Group 2 first up with a big weight. So, 
Um, I think he's going every bit as good. Um, horse is in really good order. I I didn't really take any notice of his first or second trials because they were just there for a bit of conditioning, but we really wanted him to trial sort of somewhere near his best of what he can do. His third trial, and uh, I thought he did that. I mean, he's not one to sort of go out and win trials, but just the way he felt, uh, the way he applied himself, uh, I just felt he was in the zone, and he's he's ready to go there Saturday week for the for the new market. And so, hang on. So, are you riding in the new market? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'll but, be down there next Saturday for the so, new market. So you'll be down there for that, and then obviously you'd be keen to try and stick with him as much as you can. Yeah. So I think he's plant he's programming will probably be there, TJ, and uh, maybe the All Eight. So, um, yeah, I'll obviously leave it with Joe and, and proven thoroughbreds, but uh, he's a horse I obviously want to stick with. Yeah, exactly right. We're chatting with Brendan Abdullah this morning. Brendan, before we talk about your rides um, for the weekend, um, and you know, obviously today as well at the farm, I did this last week with JMac, and I sort of opened up the text line just to sort of get some questions from our listeners for to find out some things about you that maybe they didn't know. Uh, firstly, are you any good at golf? No, horrible. I reckon oh. I've played maximum four rounds of my entire life. So, what's your sport of choice? If you were to you're downtime away from racing, what are you doing? Um, well, now it's basically kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously we live eastern suburbs, so, um, you know, plenty of time at the beach and, you know, those, uh, just parks and stuff like that. That's, that's a big thing with the kids at the moment, obviously in good weather, but, um, I enjoy my, I enjoy a lot of sport, like whether it's, yeah, your American sports, NBA, NFL and that, so. That's right. Monday, mor- Monday mornings and Tuesday mornings, I usually sort of try and duck back and watch the NFL. Um, yeah. Because like I think I saw that on the the boys from is it the the Wolf Den. Wolf Den, yeah. Yeah, they had you on for a bit of a podcast, and uh, you were tipping up. Were you tipping up Kansas? Yeah, yeah, we had a collect, so we had a collect. So it was a good result. So, so obviously, should we be starting a segment here? Maybe when the footy starts back up, you know, have Dallas picks of the weeks. We we get oh, a little multi no, or something. No, no, no. Or would you fluke it? Oh, well, I love I love the Warriors last year in the NBA, and I love Kansas City this year. So, oh, so you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Very, very good. Um, All right. So away from that downtime, uh, what about best horse you've ridden? This that uh, that's from Steve. I said, ask Gun best horse he's ever ridden. Uh, Well, I'd say best horse I've ridden. You'd have to probably say Shatakla. I didn't win on him, but um, I got him towards the end. But I'd probably have to say, you know, going through what he did and what he achieved, probably Shatakla. Okay, Shatakla. Uh, there's a cheeky text in the text line. Worst horse you've ridden, probably after every uh, race meeting, you've got one. You don't that even. You, you, don't. you know what? You don't even. You wouldn't even remember because <laughs> there. You just you, you eliminate them straight away. Straight away. Uh, who's the biggest pest in the jockeys' room? I know a lot of people say you are. You're a bit cheeky, but who is the biggest pest away from yourself? Oh, if, if they don't say Regan Bayless, they're lying. Yeah, Reggie. And, and he's the brother-in-law too, so it hurts to say it. What would he? What would? What is he? What's the type of stuff that he does? Like, what's some of the annoying things that uh, that he does in the jockey's room? Oh, it's not so much just what he does. It's just he's he's just always at you, always at you. Like you, you can hear him before you see him. <laughs> got to be. And that, be... I suppose that used to be me, but I've yeah, I've I've um I've handed it down to him. So, you handed uh, it down, nice. So down. I'm tipping the uh, Christmases and the family catch-ups can. I can get out of hand then. It sounds like yeah, you're both well, escalators, we, you two. We, we do try and have around Christmas and, and that off. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And um, here's one. Who's the best jockey in the world? Oh, best jockey in the world. Uh, I don't know. Um, look, obviously, 
I suppose, you know, every jurisdiction, you've got a rider who sort of dominates and it's probably through opportunities that they're in that position, but they obviously make the most of it. So yeah. you look to Australian racing, well, you know, J-Max obviously the um, the go-to at the moment with the opportunities and, and gets the job done. If you look at Hong Kong, it was Zach Purton, but I think Huey, Huey's starting to show that, you know, how, how superior he can be in anywhere he goes. Um, you know, I think on any day, any day of the week or you've got a grand final, um, if you throw on the colours to Huey, I think he's world class. And then obviously your blokes like, you know, your Ryan Moore and Frankie Dottori's, um, they're, uh, you know, they're all world class. But I think it's all a little bit different and t- wherever you are, wherever you sort of base yourself. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say nearly Huey if you speak. Huey, our last, well, last week we asked James that and he said Ryan Moore. But it's in- interesting. And, and I guess my follow-up question personally is growing up as a kid and when you are learning to be a jockey, I mean, who did you... Who did you want to be? Uh, so I was obviously grew up in Melbourne, and yeah. my dad was bookmaking at a lot of the country circuits, or, you know, the provincials. And my first idol, um, I remember doing, I remember doing a, a school project on you know your favourite sportsman who you want to be. And I, I remember having Nashville Willer, who was riding at Mornington and Cranbourne's at the time, and obviously Damien Oliver, who was you know winning Melbourne Cups. They were the sort of the two when I first started. How good is that? And, and then I guess how good is it? Uh, well, you would have had that first moment. Then when you get to go out and ride against them, and you see, you think to yourself, "That's that's Nash and that's Damien." And then you still obviously get to sit with Nash today. Yeah. So then obviously, yeah, yeah. I started my apprenticeship in Melbourne, and you know, started riding in town, and you know, Ollie would be one that um, I'd sort of feed off a little bit. And we've got, you know, we've got the same manager, so I've had the same manager as Ollie for yeah. you know since I started. Um, so that's how it worked. And obviously, then I went to Sydney to work with Gay Waterhouse and Natural Willow was a stable rider. So it's it's crazy how you know, you're a kid at 10, 12 years old looking to be a jockey. You know, you wanted to be, you know, Natural Willow and Damien Oliver are your idols and next thing you're in the same team as, as both in a way. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is awesome. Uh, we're chatting with Brendan Abdullah this morning. All right, let's try and uh, look at these rides for today. Um, you ride a Godolphin horse in the first uh, who you did ride last time out at Hawkesbury uh, called Stanulus. Did he give you a nice feel? Yeah, really nice horse. Um, he did the job well, still very raw, but uh, it's a competitive two-year-old race this race today. And, you know, a couple first starts to try well. Even the stable mate, I think, has got good ability off a, off a hot little race the other day. So um, if my bike's drawn well, he's going to put himself somewhere on speed and he'll be right in the finish. This horse of O'Shea's, you ride um, Domingo. He, uh, he looks like a derby horse, doesn't he? Yeah, he'd lovely staying, lovely staying three-year-old. Um, he's obviously just had the pipe open the other day, first up, but I'd expect him to improve second up. I think he's got shades on, so not an overly strong race for a midweek maiden, but um, I'd expect an improved showing. All right, IQ, um, another one you rode at, at Hawkesbury recently and got the chocolates. Yeah, he won well. Got every, you know, he had every favour, but he did get the job done well, so. Again, drawn well, um, should get favours in the run, and in another competitive race, he'll be he wouldn't be far away. All right. What about in uh, the fourth, uh, Manushi? Yeah, don't know too much about her. Haven't really sort of had yep. anything to do with her, but she she ran well the other day. Um, look, really, the horse of uh, Newman's obviously won well first up, so she's probably the one to beat. But my mare's been racing consistently, and she'll be pretty she'll be thereabouts. All right, uh, you ride one for Chris. Uh, is it? Um uh, how do you say it? Is it Aeson a- a- Legend? Yeah, a- I'm not Legend? Sure. I don't know. Wouldn't uh, I'll leave that to Darren or Luke, I suppose. Perfect, yeah. I think Darren today. Um, yeah, no, he... 
look, he hadn't shown much in his couple runs, but I thought his run the other day at Warwick Farm was good. Um, I was positive on him to put him not far away. He travelled, but he probably just surprised me a little bit. There wasn't any change-up speed at all. He sort of hit the one-pace button pretty quickly and sort of one-pace to the line. So um, I, I'd say we'd be positive with him. Uh, he's had a run at the trip now, and you could see him improving again and, and, and running well. And the other two you've got, just quickly, uh, Curtis Island and Miss Fox in the last. Yeah, well, Curtis Island, I've just sort of seen he's had the one run at the track and distance for a win. So a 1,000 at Warwick Farm, he's a, a specialist distance. So um, I'll take you know that with a positive. He's obviously drawn a bit awkward, but um, there'll be speed. And then uh, Miss Fox, well, she's a mare who's, you know, she always tries her guts out. She needs things to go her way, but on her day, she can get the job done. Now, on Saturday, do you know what you're riding, mate, in the guineas? Yes, I'll ride Zoo Tiger in the Guineas. Okay, so you ride um, Zoo Tiger, okay. Yeah, Sorry, he Shane. was, he, he obviously wasn't beaten far the other day and lots of Panko's hard in the market there, the horses. You know, yeah. he obviously beat the favourite up. Uh, I was good opens there, so um, he's got the right form lines. Uh, just hopefully he draws well, that we can just shut him down early, switch him off and present him at the right time. And what about the Canterbury Stakes, the other group one? Do you know what you're riding there? I'm, I'm booked for Godolphin, so whether that's a Cascadian or... Um, or the other three-year-old colt, I don't know, Golden okay. Mile. Uh, I'll leave it with them, but I'm sure it's a very open can yeah. of stakes this year, and um, whichever horse I lob on, I've got no doubt that uh, they'll run well. Handy booking. It's nice. when Isn't that nice, mate? So it's, it's like when you're driving for Ferrari. You know you're going to get on a good one. You just don't know if you're in car one or car two. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. How it's, good? Uh, and yeah, I suppose if anyone's watched that Drive to Survive series, it's, uh, it's, it is quite similar to the jockey's room in a way. You know, some people are... Are riding for Ferrari, or um, <laughs> they're out know, the back with uh, riding for Red Bull, Red, or, they're, yeah. or they're or they're driving the uh, what's it? What's driving the, the McLarens, or um, I'm trying to think. What's the Haas? Haas out the back. Yeah, yeah, they're right. Yeah, who's driving the Haas at the moment? Atkins. <laughs> 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 no, he got a winner yesterday, Randall. He got a winner yesterday. Pay for the new boat. It, pay for the it's new car. One of those, one of those industries. Uh, yes. You know, anyone given the opportunity, most can get the job done, but it's on those big days that count. Well, that just shows you too, and I think you hit the nail on the head as I wrap it up, mate. I mean, like you can all ride. Um, every single person in that jockey's room can ride. It's the cattle that's underneath you, you know. So um, it's just all about that opportunity and getting that luck to get on those good horses, and I hope you get plenty of it this weekend, mate, today and through the carnival. You're a champion. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. See you, mate.